you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 348 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Bryce Patterick of Locked On Rangers. Bryce, how are you doing today? You know... Uh, you know, life, life-wise, I'm, I'm pretty good. I don't, I don't know if uh, you're now seeing this on YouTube. This is my uh, YouTube debut besides the, the random uh, old Fortnite clips I would uh, upload a few years back. But uh, I got a new uh, desktop computer, new setup. I like No longer is my video camera looking directly into my kitchen so I would, can see the dirty dishes in my sink. Like You could just see a wall behind me with some nice things. And uh, this is actually a housewarming gift um, from one of my friends. She just blew up a uh, picture of my podcast so i'm i'm doing really well and the rangers are on a four game win streak what what yeah, they're terrifying they're, what they're absolutely terrifying i i have two things one the wall behind you arguably not nice things you got alabama and the texas rangers not great and also the man the myth the legend you're like I was just so overwhelmed by the pressure that I don't think I could live up to it. I'm, I am at best two of those three things. You've been am, on the show I'm so man. many times. I am not that intimidating. I will talk over you at any time, but <laughs> I'm a man and I am a myth. Cause sometimes I don't even believe that I exist. So I'll, I'll give you those two. The legend, not quite there yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We'll, we'll see how you survive this uh, Thursday night opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You being a big Dallas Cowboys fan and all. I I'm sure say, that we'll talk about I don't say Cowboys big, football here in a sec. I don't want to say big Cowboys fan, reluctant, uh, shameful, acceptant Cowboys fan. That's about what I'd put on that. Do you have another team that you root for? It's not no, the Texans, no, it, I assume. It's just, it's just I feel shame and anxiety about being a Cowboys fan. I tried to deny it for a few years, but like it's – it's in my blood. It's who I am. There's no, there's no stopping it. I would if I could, but I cannot. So I've just reluctantly accept my lot in life as a Cowboys fan. And you're also a Rangers fan, and you host an entire podcast about this team. So let's talk about them. Um, the the A's pitching matchups, or probables as we like to call them, in the biz. It looks like it's Paul Blackburn going on Friday. Cole Irvin on Saturday, James Caprillion on Sunday. Not necessarily confirmed, but if the rotation holds, that's how they line up. Um, so definitely not, you know, Frankie Montas or Sean Manaya. So that's good for you, I guess. And also, uh, I, from what I saw on the MLB app, no Mike Fultinevich going for the – is he still – is he hurt? Is that what's going on? He, he's he been on the COVID list, um, uh, but – Basically, it's been a weird like last month. Um, so the Rangers had a big COVID outbreak. Um, there are quite a few guys uh, on the COVID IL. Um, I believe Dane Dunning is still there. He's coming off sometime soon. Um, but they're also just kind of like they're trying to limit his innings because 
he had an arm injury, I believe, in 2019. Um, so, and then last year he threw what the 50, 60 ish innings. Um, but he was starting basically the whole season in the major leagues. And this year he's at, I believe, around the 100 ish inning range. Let me scroll down and double check that. Um, but they're trying to get him just a little bit of edge. Yeah, he's at, at 104.1 um, innings for the year. Um, and Jordan Lyles is out of the rotation, as is, I believe, Mike Boltinevich. He's, he's, Lyles has moved into a kind of – it's a weird combination. So Spencer Howard is getting a start in the rotation, but um, he's only going two to three innings, um, just two innings this last time because he was one of the ones on the COVID IL. He came out and pitched two hitless innings. And then Jordan Lyles comes out and throws seven innings, only allows one run, and, like, looks really good against the Diamondbacks. So – I mean the backs. Diamondbacks, sure. But still, like, <laughs> but this rotation has started to look really good. There, it's it's moved from like, all right, you need Jordan Lyles and Mike Fultinevich to go up there and eat some innings because there's not that many starters you're that interested in. But um, as of the last like month, basically since the COVID outbreak, when they were calling a bunch of guys up that they weren't quite sure how ready they were, like uh, Glenn Otto, AJ Alexi, um, and those guys were fantastic. Glenn Otto had uh, five shutout innings. His first start only allowed one hit. Um, AJ Alexi has allowed, uh, he's gone at least, I think, five and six shutout innings. Um, has only allowed one or zero hits in both of those starts. So both of those guys have looked really good. Glenn Otto had a really impressive uh, last Friday night. Um, he pitched against the Angels and went up against Shohei Otani, who was starting and hitting because Shohei Otani is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but Otto threw like 32 pitches in the first inning. It looked like he wasn't getting out of there, um, but he made it nearly through five innings and didn't allow another run. Um, only gave up two runs in that first inning. So they've got some guys and Taylor Hearn has moved from the bullpen um, to the starting rotation. And he has looked fantastic. He was a guy who, um, when he first came over in the Keone Keller trade a few years back, um, I saw him a few times at double A and I was like, I think this guy's a starter. I think he is. He, was, he had a four seamer, a slider and a changeup at the time. He's added a sinker. Um, and it's been much more aggressive being in the zone, um, made it through seven innings, which was a career high last time on fewer than 90 pitches. Um, just a couple of runs that I believe came off of um, solo shots from, oh my gosh, I, I'm blanking on his name. The the prospect that, that's not done super well for the Angels was a top 10 pick. Um, gosh, I can't think uh, of Taylor Blake Ward? No, Taylor uh, Ward. No. Joe Adele. Um, Joe Adele, that's the one. He allowed uh, two home runs to Joe Adele, and those are the only runs that he gave up. But he he's looked really good his last, like, I believe, four to six starts. So all of those guys are, like, necessitating, like, actual time in the rotation. Um, so the guys that are just veteran innings eaters that are not doing well in Fultinevich and Lyles, they're pretty much on the outskirts. I don't know how much we'll see Mike Fultinevich. I don't um, think that they're – scheduled to throw this series uh, according to the MLB app which is gospel uh, as far as we're concerned right now uh, I believe it's Glenn Otto on Friday night and he yeah. he has pitched fairly well I <laughs> hyped him up big time in his before his major league debut on on uh, locked on A's because uh, he was going to be facing the Houston Astros and he pitched well they lost the game but it was not his fault so he no. did okay and then I believe it's Colby Allard on Saturday and then yeah. Taylor Hearn on Sunday. And yep. I believe that it was the Taylor Hearn game. He pitched against was... the A's recently in Texas, but they they had an opener and the opener allowed like five or six runs. But then Taylor Hearn was really good out of the bullpen. 
he should have just started the game and then they, they would have won that game, honestly. So uh, a couple of interesting matchups for the A's. That might have been uh, uh, Spencer Howard because that's what yeah. Spencer Howard – he's pitched four games this year for the Rangers, um, gone a total of nine in a third innings. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he is starting now. Um, he wasn't starting at the beginning of the year, got roughed up a little bit. Um, I don't know if you know much about um, – if I've told you much about this guy, Taylor Hearn. He is one of my favorite Rangers, one of my favorite just people in baseball. He's got such a unique story. Um, he's from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I believe it's uh, – yeah, he's from Royce City, Texas, which is – yeah – basically nowhere, like just outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, he and his family have like, he grew up around rodeos. He did like calf roping stuff when he grew up. Um, his grandfather um, was the first African-American member of the Secret Service. Um, he was handpicked, I believe, by JFK um, awesome. to be the first African-American. He was also the first African-American uh, Marlboro man as well. So Wait, just like- The, the same really guy that was picked by JFK? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I'm not That's if I'm not mixing awesome. up the generation, but like I know his grandfather was just like one of the most interesting people to like ever live. So like I would buy a Dos Equis from that guy. I would buy several cases of Dos Equis from that guy. <laughs> and he's a good kid. Like he had one of the worst major league debuts that has like ever been had. It was like it was actually before this year. It was the only time that he had been allowed to start in a major league game. He went a third of an inning, gave up, I believe, five or six runs um walked a crap ton of people um against the mariners in seattle and got injured and didn't pitch for the rest of the year and then he came back the next year and was pretty solid in the pen this year had a little bit of a rough start but was what once the the break once they traded off their closer um he's basically been the best reliever on this team and they gave him a chance to start and he has absolutely taken that opportunity and run with it all right, well, we got to send it to break real quick, but coming up, we are talking about the biggest storylines and the key matchups in this series. So stay locked in with Locked On A's, and we'll be right back. Slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth, or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financial program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. That's netsuite.com slash locked on. And today's episode is also brought to you by one of my favorite sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Bryce, I knew you were going to say Built Bar. Bar? <laughs> it's, like, they, they send They're us like, free things. They do. They do. And they're delicious. You know, it's like, it's hard to pick a, a favorite. Like the mint brownie is, is solid. Like, they're just, I'm a big chocolate guy and they're all covered in hundred percent chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Like, we, you know, you know, the drill, like they're just fantastic. 
They're amazing. And for me, it's Cherry Barcia. That is my favorite flavor. And no matter which one I'm getting, I'm getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180, only four or five grams of sugar, only four or five grams of net carbs. They're all amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And if you want to get your hands on some of these delicious treats, all you got to do is go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And so with that, welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Greenroom app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, Bryce, you do things too. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. Find our our podcast at Locked On Rangers. I'm not on YouTube yet. Um, the network emailed me specifically to say I'm too good looking to be on video every single day. They didn't want to overwhelm our audience. Um, so they're waiting for them to just calm down. Um, or for me to get less attractive, you know, one of those two, and then I'll be on YouTube eventually. It's going to take a while for you to be less attractive, Bryce. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take a minute. So for people that were not, uh, you know, watching the YouTube feed, as you were saying, you're not on YouTube. I started making fun of going, ha, ha, ha. And then I hit the microphone and I thought it was going to fall. And as my wife would say, it's because I was being wicked. So, (laughs) So with that wickedness, Let's talk about some key matchups in this series. For me, it's can the A's do something against the Rangers? It's not like a a matchup necessarily, but Glenn Otto has been fairly good. Can they get to him? Because facing guys that have had success but limited track record have given the A's trouble over the years. And also Taylor Hearn has already pitched well against them. Can they get to him? Colby Allard, I'm slightly less concerned about just because he has five ERA, but... Um, those are the two guys. It's not a gimme series by any means for the A's. Can the A's continue doing what they've kind of been showing spurts of the last at least couple of games? And can their bullpen really solidify and do what they need to do to win these games? Because the A's have to take at least two, if not sweep this series in order to stay in playoff contention. Um, What are you looking for from the Texas Rangers right now? Well, I'm I'm mainly looking at at Glenn Otto. Like this this offense like has been bad, um, and you know these young guys have really surprised me. Um, I don't think we're going to see AJ Alexi is probably going to go on Monday. It's been kind of like a six ish man rotation with days off, so it's like everyone's pitching kind of the same day of the week. Um, Glenn Otto um, has only pitched on Fridays, and will continue that uh, that trend. It's like um, college, right? It's like it's like that. Uh, Taylor Hearn's been pitching on Sundays. He also pitched. Um, the best game the Rangers have played this season when they beat the Astros, like I think it was 13 to nothing. Maybe it was 14 or to two. Um, like that was a heck of a game. We had a, a, the first grand slam of the year for the Rangers by Adoles Garcia. Yeah, that was about a week ago. Um, because Congrats. of course, yeah, thank you. I thought we were going to go a whole, another whole season without hitting a grand <laughs> slam, but um, it was also the first Ranger to hit a grand slam in Globe Life Field. There have been quite a few other players to hit grand slams in Globe Life Field, um, in, including some Padres and uh, the Dodgers quite a few times. I I, f- I feel like I remember those Padres ones. Those were exhilarating. Let's not get into it. No, they were. They were. I, I'll stand by you on that. Um, and, you know, props to Chris Woodard. He did kind of about when they faced the uh, San Diego 
the next time up, he, he was asked about that. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, that was a stupid thing of me to say. I have been telling my guys to start swinging on 3-0 because that's usually the best pitch you're going to get. So, like, yeah, I was in the wrong there. That was kind of dumb. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, props, Woody. Props. That's um, my manager. That's my guy. Not, he'd never really done anything like that before. Um, but Glenn Otto, the trick against him um, is Ooh, laying man. off that slider. His slider is really dang good. Um, he's throwing Does it he throw it for strikes? Yep, he does. He throws it for ah. strikes. He throws it for chases. Um, he's got an expected batting average against of 085. The actual batting average against 125. Um, yeah, uh, the Woba against him is 144. Um, expected Woba is lower than that. With percentage, 35%. 35% of people who are swinging at that are missing at it. That's It's great. But 65% hit home runs. Uh, uh, on a stat that I made up. So that's that's <laughs> really good, too. <laughs> he actually has not allowed a home run in his major league career so far. I'm betting that will change because, I mean, Oakland has quite a few good hitters. So Matt Chapman is on on fire right now. So yeah, uh, he's, he's pretty good at baseball. Doing real good. You got yeah, two he's Mets. been doing good baseball. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> he does good baseball every once in a while. Um, Kobe Howard, I think, is the guy that's the most on the fritz of these guys. I think they're going to be able to get to him. He has like, he has good starts. Like, it's not like he's just all bad, but the good starts are very few and like are getting fewer and farther between. And when he has his bad starts, like he gets really lit up and it's not super encouraging to see Taylor Hearn hasn't really had a bad start yet as a starter. Like they've all been really solid. Um, and they've been, he's been going a lot deeper into games as of late. I think he might be due for a clunker. Um, but like, <sighs> Maybe, maybe. And Glenn Otto showed some <laughs> some resolve last last outing, but like he's not going to go too far into games because they're still like not trying to put too much pressure on his arm because he is still young and there's no need to push like any of these guys. There really isn't. Also, I don't know how many more starts Taylor Hearn's going to throw because like again, he hasn't been a starter for basically two and a half, three years. So he's already hit his uh you know his maximum in uh or his career high in in games pitched in this year um he's not quite to anywhere near his career high in innings thrown he's at like 84 i believe right now and the most he's thrown was like 120 but that was like 2018 or 2019 so it's been a while since then um but they're not going to stretch any of these guys colby Howard, i think they're going to continue to give consistent starts to um and you know these other guys they're going to be a little bit limited and that's why they have the Mike Fulton-Evich, the Kohei Arihara, um, who Arihara is going to be on the team next year. He just got back um, after missing most of the season with a, uh, a, a aneurysm in his arm. So that was a little a little scary. But he yeah. is he's doing well now. Glad he's healthy. Um, and he's going to be important. The only Pretty much the only veteran, I think, in the starting rotation next year, unless they go out and spend a whole bunch in free agency, which they, they're, they're saying, again um, – they're saying that they're going to, this is the year the beats are like, Oh yeah. Front office says they're going to spend this year. Oh yeah. This is the off season. They do it. They haven't done it in many, many years, but this is the one really coming they're off. They're going to go sign an A-Rod. No, they're going <laughs> to. Yeah. The, the thought is that they're going to go sign Carlos Correa, um, which about five years ago. I, I mean, really it, it'd be that. exciting. He's probably one of the better, maybe the best shortstop option on the market i'd i'd say so i'd say he's because he's healthier than Corey seager 
and I think he's a little bit better of a defender. There's also a thought that this one actually does excite me, um, that they're going to try and bring someone home, a pitcher, perhaps, a left-handed pitcher who has a World Series ring and several Cy Youngs. Oh, Kershaw? Yeah. There have been there have been rumblings. Why would he do that? They're not going to be good. There have been Why rumblings. would he want to go there? There have been rumblings and rumors that he has wanted to come back to Texas for quite a while, um, including when he was. And you just assumed he meant the Rangers. No, I'm. I meant like I have some people who actually know him in my circles from years ago okay. that like say like yeah he wanted to, but like when the Dodgers offered him a three hundred million dollar deal, like not only like you don't want to say no because all the stuff that he's involved in all the different charities he's got going on um, and how much that would impact that. But like as a president for baseball, you can't have somebody who's, who is at his level of stardom turning down that big of an offer to go somewhere. Like, it's just, it's just not going to work. I believe he is a Scott Boris client because when in doubt you assume if a, if a baseball player is good, they're probably represented by Scott Boris as they should be. Yeah. I mean, I could see maybe if the Dodgers win the World Series this year, he's like, what else do I have to prove? It's fine. I'm going to go make myself happy right now. And I could see that being the scenario. But is one World Series enough for him if they don't win? Would he want to be on a team that's closer to competition? That's that's where my thought process is. Obviously, I don't know people that know Clayton Kershaw. So what do I know? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can talk about I mean, that. We, go to, the, we go to the same church. So, oh, I, well, there you go. That's, that's what you need to know then. But uh, you know, what else you need to know is that it is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning the football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, bet online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus that is unheard of you want to know who you should bet on if you want to make a bunch of money Dallas Cowboys Alabama just bet that they're gonna be good at football it's a pretty safe bet (laughs) Well, but the the lines aren't going to be helpful. You might you have to put a bunch of money down to make any money. But uh, you, you got to go check out the lines for yourself, and you can go do that over at Bet Online because it, it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football to basketball to boxing to baseball, which still has a few weeks left in the regular season. And then there's going to be that whole postseason push. It's going to be a lot of fun. They also What's got your that? favorite the the baseballs. No, postseason. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> when you have a guy that's good now but was young then, and then he drops a ball in the World Series. <laughs> Every time, man, I'm sorry. So right now, your favorite uh, casino games are also on Bet Online. so don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers for the uh, 2021 season. And that's why everybody says that Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. And why I am a jerk to Bryce Patterick whenever he comes on the show. I'm sorry. I love you. Without fail. 
Does this sound familiar? You've yes. got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites like uh, together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com Compatible device required content varies by package. And so with that, welcome back to the Lockdown Ace podcast. We're doing a special crossover with Bryce Patrick, but we'll get to him in a second. Follow this podcast on YouTube because some of us are on YouTube. You can also follow the show uh, wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Lockdown A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockdownAthletics at gmail.com. And with that, Bryce, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. Um, that is the verified Bryce Patrick on Twitter. Um, that is me. <laughs> it was a crapshoot, and only the olds like myself and but Sully, good pal Sully, not verified. It's all the youngins. I guess I'm cl- I'm closer to the olds of this network than I am the youngs. Actually, Are is you? that is that even true? There's a lot of really youngs. There's like no, you're much closer to Javi than you are me, I think. That's fair. That's fair. There's not a whole lot in like my specific age range. Like there's a lot of like <laughs> real youngs and then the real olds, you know. There's I mean, not I'm lot. not a real old. I'm just older than the average of I <laughs> on on our network on the MLB side, I I'm one of the older like top 5 oldest people. But like NFL, NBA, I think that I'm roughly average age. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, they're more, I don't know, there's less. They're more experienced, let's say. <laughs> less baby like we have here on the MLB network. Of Yeah, they're just like, ah, that clown had a hat on with a team that we need covered. Here you go. <laughs> Man, how do you think I, I got, got here? Job. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, good. T- we, we have great hosts on the MLB side. We're just having fun over here. <laughs> uh, the, the joy of YouTube where you can't edit things out and, uh, you know, we'll see what makes it to air. <laughs> it's everything. Everything makes it to air, if we're being oh, honest. That's All right, the dream. Well, let's, let's wrap this thing up. Let's talk about keys to victory. Do you guys want to win this series? Because no. you've been very adamant about wanting that first round or the, the first overall pick. So... Why are you trying to win baseball games with these pitchers against the Oakland A's? Give me your response, Bryce Patrick. I am I am not trying to win baseball games. I mean, well, the Rangers are, is. but I, I'm not. I'm I'm like, hey, chill out. There is no need to have a winning streak of any kind, let alone four games. That's just unheard of. It's just selfish. It's what are you doing? You were going full Tim Bogart. In case you don't know who Tim Bogart is, Tim Bogart was the replacement manager for the Rangers in 2014 after Ron Washington stepped away. Um, That was the year from hell for the Rangers. They had their worst record 
that they had had in decades that year. And for some reason, when they hired Tim Bogar, they had a winning month of September. And instead of getting the first overall pick, which in which they would have say, taken Alex Bregman, they slipped all the way to fourth, where they took a guy who is now a uh, middling reliever with the Baltimore Orioles. So yeah, clearly that went well. It went okay. um i mean for the a's it's they got to get some length out of their rotation um the the three guys that you're facing haven't really gone terribly deep in the games of late it's been like four or five innings and then the bullpen has been struggling partially because they've been worked very very hard lou trevino has just lost it it feels like it's a mental thing right now so they basically got andrew chafin and then maybe sergio romo and then Diolas Guerra, if they're losing, can keep it close, but you don't necessarily want him with like a two-run lead because something goes on that's weird there. Um, yeah, so they're, they're going to need length out of their rotation in this series because that was the key to victory against the White Sox was uh, their starters going seven innings in both uh, Wednesday and Thursday's games and then just getting two innings from Andrew Chafin on Wednesday and then an inning from Andrew Chafin on Thursday. Uh, so he's probably unavailable for Friday. So hopefully the A's j- bats just show up and, uh, completely obliterates the Texas Rangers. No offense. Uh, it's just no, kind of the game plan right now because I don't know who's closing games if it's not Andrew Chafin, probably Sergio Romo. But how do you get to Sergio Romo? <laughs> no idea right now. Uh, <laughs> who's the third man up in the bullpen? Tough to say. <laughs> That's kind of wild. So, the Rangers have a better closer right now than the A's. I mean, the Rangers have rookie Joe Barlow, who's 25, who um, had really had some struggles, did a lot of um, work with, you know, reconstructing his pitches, the guys at, um, uh, driveline, I believe that's the, yep. the fancy academy for smart baseball boys. Fancy. Um, yeah, um, and you know, he struggled a little bit with walks, um, but he has done a really good job since being called up. He's 25, he's a rookie, he's pitched uh 20 and nearly 21 innings, has a 174 ERA, a 252 ERA plus, um, and has been real solid for the Rangers and has already locked down the closer role. Like, really impressive stuff for this guy who I wasn't sure was going to figure it out and looks like he has, and the Rangers might have even their closer for next year. Depends on how some injury guys coming back from injury look, but guy's been solid. The other bullpen pieces have been like better than I expected. Um, so like you get solid starting pitching and a few decent relievers, and that's how this team could end up winning some games, especially when you have some timely hitting, which the Rangers have had in the, this last four-game winning streak, um, which they hadn't really had much in quite a while well congrats on having a closer it must be thrilling for you um speaking of closers uh and injuries and whatnot jose leclerc uh what what's he been like because i scooped him up in all of my fantasy leagues the last two years and he has not pitched much well he's okay no he's hurt he had uh did he get tommy john did did i miss that yeah he got tommy john uh he and jonathan hernandez both had season ending elbow injuries um, okay. before the season even started, which was like, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. And so <laughs> we saw that and, and thought, okay, um, now who's going to be the closer? Ian Kennedy, 36-year-old Ian Kennedy? Uh, okay, that's fine. Turns out he was really stinking good. Um, and some of these other guys um, have come in and done very well. Brett Martin, Taylor Hearn when he was in the bullpen. Josh Spores has been okay. And Spencer Patton, uh, a 33-year-old who just came back from Japan, he was with the Rangers before he went to Japan for a couple of years looks like a completely different guy has really figured out how to pitch there um, and done fairly well. So, well, he only pitched a couple of games since he was called up um, before uh, the trade deadline. 
I think it was like maybe like five, six ish games. Um, but he looked really stinking good. And I was surprised they didn't just try and ship him off for whatever they could get for him at the deadline. But he's still here. He still looks pretty solid. Not quite as good as he did in his first five, six games or whatever, but you know, pretty solid. All right. So last thing I got for you, um, what are the keys for the Dallas Cowboys this season to get them into the playoff picture and potentially winning a Super Bowl? Is it CD lamb? Uh, is it Dak Prescott staying healthy? Obviously it's Dak Prescott staying healthy. So let's not say that, uh, who needs to step up? Who's going to be the number one fantasy person other than Dak Prescott? Um, well, the key for the Dallas Cowboys is for the defense to not be, um, doo-doo trash like they were last year. Um, doo-doo trash. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Everybody, everybody, but my large adult Alabama son, Trayvon Diggs was quite terrible on that defense last year. Trayvon Diggs was amazing because he's an Alabama man and they're all great. Um, except for haha Clinton Dix, who was, you know, on the team for about five seconds and then was so bad they cut him. Um, but you know. The other Alabama Suns are great. So just defense, not doo-doo. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Uh, do you have a win prediction for this season? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if you said like nine and seven, that's a cop out, you jerk. <laughs> eight. I can't say eight and eight anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see. Um, it actually, it'd, our... it'd, be nine, it'd be nine and eight now with 17 games. Oh, that's right. Ah, I forgot about that. Eight, eight and nine, then. Eight, yes. eight and nine. <laughs> eight and nine? I don't know if that's going to be good enough to get him into the, the postseason. It's not. I'm sorry, Bryce. It's not. Um, it's okay. I've already prepared myself for that hurt, and I will experiencing. I will be experiencing it like it's a fresh wound once it actually happens, even though I know full well in my head and in my heart that it's going to happen. It might be fun because uh, they have a pretty decent offense if everybody's healthy. So They'll score, they'll score points. They'll be yeah. fun to watch and also maddening and heartbreaking just like the Cowboys are. It's okay. I don't begrudge them for being who they are. I begrudge myself for still letting them hurt me after all this time. <laughs> but, you know, we live with our demons, and this is mine. I'm, I'm sorry, Bryce. I, okay. I, I feel bad. All right. So with that, <laughs> on that uplifting note, uh, that is all that we got for you guys today. Uh, hopefully you guys have fun watching this game or this series because the A's are going to be sweeping the crap out of Texas. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, that, that's all that we got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.